Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bobby J and I will be on until 6.30 tonight, and then we'll throw it to the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Mike will also be the host, and it'll be a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show with uh, Dennis Allen and the staff getting ready for a short week to play the L.A. Rams. And so Bobby's former coach, Jim Moore, will be on with us as a special guest. And at 7 o'clock tonight, Matt Rea, who is the director of sports science for the Saints, will join us. Uh, Matt, at one time, a couple years back, was with University of Alabama, hired by Nick Saban uh, because of soft tissue injuries. And uh, uh, Matt's done a, a good job here with the Saints. And at 7.30, Monday night football right here on the Big 870. You can also catch it on the Odyssey app. The Philadelphia Eagles play the Seattle Seahawks. Go Eagles. You want the, uh, if you're a Who that, <laughs> Na- Who that Nation member, you want the Eagles to beat the Seahawks because you look at uh, wild card implications. And, uh, you know, the Seahawks are uh, in, 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 our, in our category. The Eagles, and, uh, you know, we don't got to worry about them. That's on why our, you want the Eagles to beat uh, the Seahawks. On our Oakwood Hardjula's Talk and Text line, he covers the Rams for the uh, Associated Press. Greg Meacham. Greg, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, I was telling this to Bob. There's a comeback player of the year. It's got to be Matt Stafford. What he has done to take this football team to another level, throwing the football well. Now he's getting a little bit of help now, certainly with Kyron Williams running the football but most people, if you take Aaron Donald off the defense, they couldn't tell you uh, maybe one person on the defensive side to football. They have sort of hit you with that football tsunami. In uh, throwing the football to Cooper Cup, Pukunakoa has been just a great addition to the Rams. But Matt Stafford, to me, he is the straw that turns the drink for them, and he's the comeback player of the year. Hey, Mike, hey, Bobby, you're absolutely right. I think you covered all my points there. I think, I think you got me there. Uh, he's had a great uh, second half of the year, particularly since he came back from that little thumb injury he had that caused him to miss a game and a half. And uh, the Rams lost both those games and went into their bye at three and six, and the season kind of looked over. But he's come back. More importantly, he's come back slinging it. He has been in his bag for the last few games, just really throwing it. Last four games in particular, 12 touchdown passes, one interception. And it's not just the numbers. It's the way he's doing it, like you alluded to. You know, he, he's making short throws. He's making long throws. He's making smart throws. He's throwing some real dimes out there. He's got his sidearm going, looking like Aaron Rodgers out there at times with the different uh, arm angle and stuff. It's been really impressive to watch. I think it's the best football he's played since the Super Bowl run by far. And uh, it's just led over into everything else they're doing because when that offense is doing well. Uh, you know, Greg, looking really at uh, – yeah. oh, you're going in and out. But, uh, Greg, I'm going to ask you this because uh, to me, and the Saints did this against um, Tommy DeVito, uh, seven sacks. But how you can affect uh, the opposing quarterback. Uh, you know, that was something – it was slacking uh, this season compared to previous seasons. What caught my attention in the NFL, you look at the sack leaders from uh, the last six and a half seasons. So that's a big enough sample size. 
that the Rams and uh, the Saints are about the same. And what I mean that in the NFL, uh, Pittsburgh was number one, the Eagles are number two, but three and four, uh, almost identical, with 300 sacks was the Rams and the Saints. So I think uh, who can influence the opposing quarterback, whether they'd be Stafford or Derek Carr, uh, come Thursday night could have a big impact. You know, uh, whether you can avoid sack, quarterback hurries and all that, because we all know, uh, we remember, uh, I think that was Teddy Bridgewater, had an opportunity to play and goes 5-0, and but Aaron Donald ended up hurting Drew Brees, just rushing up the middle. I don't think since Aaron Donald's been in the league, when the Rams have played the Saints, I don't think we've ever blocked him. And I think Andrews Pete, even though he's been a Pro Bowl player at times, that uh, I think in his head, he's probably thinking, y'all got to help me. I don't think I can hang with uh, Andrews Pete. I mean, uh, with Aaron Donald by myself. Well, I think that list is pretty long. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but not being able to handle Aaron Donald by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Andrews Pete better get in that line. Yeah, that's a long list. But uh, this year, is what's been impressive with the Rams is they've got new guys stepping up to help him out and also to benefit from the double teams that always end up on Aaron Donald and make the other guys around him look a whole lot better. They lost uh, Leonard Floyd in the offseason, let him go. But they've had two draft picks step in who have done a really good job rushing the quarterback. As of last week, they were the top two guys among rookies for sacks this season. That's Byron Young on the edge and Kobe Turner at the nose tackle. He's another nose tackle kind of in the Aaron Donald interior lineman mode who likes to get after the quarterback. So I was really impressed with both those guys. And their pass rush has been better than I thought it would. I mean, I I looked at that roster like most people did and was like, who's going to rush the quarterback on this team? They really should have kept Leonard Floyd. I mean, I know they saved a little bit of money, but was it worth it? And it turned out they had a good idea, some good plans, and they hit on two really good draft picks so that's that's who we'll try to get after get after Derek Carr but uh we'll, we'll see we'll see how it is in practice because you know I, I'm I'm uh, I'm as impressed as anybody with what they've been able to do with what talent they have but the Saints are a real serious team so we'll see what they can pull off now uh, you know Greg what about I mean I don't know SoFi Stadium I would say the Rams have more uh, a home field advantage than the Chargers uh but isn't it like almost a destination city very similar to Las Vegas like fans Look, in Detroit, New Orleans. Detroit came to New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, is yeah, that is about- a case in point? I'm not saying maybe 50-50, but a lot of times you're probably dealing with that 50-50. Absolutely. There's absolutely a vibe like that. I mean, as you know, like we were saying, like, uh, like, like, uh, like, like, like Las Vegas, like Phoenix to a certain extent, like New Orleans, like Miami, the places where people actually want to go, they tend to attract a lot of, a lot of visiting fans. You know, I mean, you look into that schedule, you're saying, Hmm, should I go to green Bay or should I go to Los Angeles for the weekend in December? And you're going to pick uh, Los Angeles. But uh, having said that the last two games, the Rams crowd has, has been dominant. Uh, they played teams that don't have, you know, generational real loud national fan followings, which is the difference. Cause that's, what decides how many people sell their tickets and how many people buy those tickets at, at marked up prices. So, you know, you know what Saints Nation's like. I mean, that's going to be rocking in there. And the Rams may have to go back to using a silent count at home, but, which they haven't had to do the last couple of games. But this time, I would imagine, I imagine the Saints have a, have a bunch of rowdy boys who will come in and uh, take care of that. So uh, we'll see what happens. But it has not affected the Rams a lot this year. They've played really well at home. They've been competitive. They've been tough. Uh, they blew a lead against Pittsburgh in the fourth quarter, which is probably their worst loss of the season. But you can't really credit that to the fans. It's more to the mistakes they made in the fourth quarter that weren't to do with that. So it always makes for a fun atmosphere. That's what I like. I like, I like when crowds are rowdy and having a good time. Whether they're, whoever they're cheering for doesn't really matter to me as a journalist. So uh, I, I like a good time in the, in the stadium. That's a fun stadium when it's rocking. Kyron Williams, your thoughts on him? Because he has, he has really played well for this team the last few weeks. Man, he's been a godsend at that halfback position. 
Absolutely. I don't know that they fully knew what they had with him when they got him in the fifth round. They knew he was good. And it's extra special, too, because he grew up in St. Louis as a Stephen Jackson fan, as a St. Louis Rams fan, and now he's making his childhood dreams come true, and you got to love that. But he's been really impressive the last seven weeks. I think he has five 100-yard games in the last seven with a break in there for an ankle injury, which uh, kept him out for four games. He probably only needed like two or three, so he's extremely fresh compared to a lot of running backs who get a ton of carries. He's been very imp- – oh, man, he's just he's got moves, he's got slickness, and he's got confidence, too, which makes a huge difference with a running back. You know how confident they are with the ball – what they can do, what they can do when they see moves, and, and uh, to use what they know and their their backup knowledge from from previously. It's been really fun to watch, and he's an exciting personality. He's an upbeat personality. He's already becoming a leader in the locker room. I think they really hit well on him, and it get, made that made their uh, decision to have to move on from Cam Akers a whole lot easier because they had this guy in the pocket, and then he's been even better than they thought once they gave him the number one job. Now, uh, Greg, uh, before we let you run, uh, a couple of uh, points or questions right here. What is the fan base? Uh, where are they at right now uh, when you look like Sean McVie? I mean, he, I mean, he's freaking young. He's only 37 years old. And uh, then, you know, I mean, I mean it, it, you have a disappointing season. You can't get burned out, I guess, when you're that young. But it seems like the Rams have rebounded. I want you to comment on uh, Sean McVie. And then also, is there a better story when an individual coming out of nowhere when you look at Puka, the rookie out of Brigham Young, I mean, a fifth-round draft pick, I mean, look at his production. I don't think there's nobody better in the NFL. It's been really impressive, hasn't it? I mean, both of those guys, to, to, to hit the second one first, Puka, another guy that they drafted in the fifth round, and I'm not sure they knew exactly what they had. Although Sean McVay told us earlier this week that uh, by the time Puka fell to the fifth round, he said he was going to put Les Snead in a headlock if he didn't draft him. So uh, luckily, Les got away with that. He's been, he's been so impressive, and he's taken a pounding, too, because he got the ball so much early in the season when Cooper Cup was injured. Matthew Stafford was just like, this is my guy. I'm going to throw to him. You're going to have to try to stop him. And that's when he got those really eye-popping numbers. They've come down to more, uh, more uh, level, level-headedness right now. That he, hasn't, he hasn't quite put up, put up the huge games in the last few weeks, but he's still playing a big role in this offense. He's still getting open. He's overcoming some minor injuries that you get when you play your first 17-game season. And he's been really impressive. It's, it's really fun to watch. And he's such a likable guy, too. If you get to know him at any point, you, you just come away smiling because he's such, a, he's such an interesting guy, such a nice guy, and so genuinely grateful to be there and having fun. When LeBron James tweeted at him a few weeks ago when he set the rookie record, he said he, said he was going to put it on his phone. And if, if his girlfriend hadn't been his homepage, then, then the, the tweet from LeBron would have been his homepage. So that made us all laugh real good. And then for Sean McVay, I think he's really come into his own in the last last little while in terms of like getting a perspective on what was going on. I mean, you probably saw the stories over the last couple of years talking about, oh, you know, I'm not sure how long I want to do this. I want to be a father. This is a real tough profession. He's kind of turned the corner on that in the last year. And I think what made a big difference is having the challenges of having to rebuild this Rams team. He's had to do a lot of work. He's had to do a lot of coaching. And that man's a teacher at heart. You talk to him for any length of time, and you can tell he would make an outstanding high school teacher. He would make an outstanding teacher at whatever he wanted to do. And he's got this opportunity to teach and to help young people learn and to make the best version of themselves. And he's remembered how much fun that is. He's remembered how cool it is to be a coach in the NFL, what an opportunity it is, what a privilege it is. And he's come back with an incredible attitude this year, in addition to having his first child born a month and a half ago. So it's been a, it's been a new leaf for Sean. He's still the youngest coach in the NFL, but 
all indications are he's pretty comfortable here for the long term. And as for the fans, you'd have to look long and hard to find some fan who has the short-sightedness to think Sean McVay is the problem with the Los Angeles Rams. He's clearly one of the biggest thing, the biggest single thing they've got going. And he hires good coaches. Raheem Morris is doing a hell of a job as a defensive coordinator this year. And I think people are really happy with, with what he's doing this year, which might be his most impressive coaching uh, production since the first season he was here in 2017 when they came out of nowhere and made the playoffs. Greg, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Man, really appreciate you. Do a great job covering the Rams. And, uh, man, it's one heck of a game uh, brewing up for Thursday night. Oh, it should Thank be you, fun. Greg. Thanks for having me on, boys. All right. That was Greg Meacham, who covers the Rams for the Associated Press. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.